Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode... I've been really trying long run Trying to hold back this free kick for so long And if you see what I see, baby Sob on, oh sob on David Bellion David Bellion Let's go, baby. Woo! David Bellion. Sugar. David Bellion. We're all freestyle players. With so much to give. Understand me, Laurent. Since we got to win Let's go I need you There's Nothing wrong With me Asking you Baby Laurent And Picking myself for you Can never be wrong If the stats are True Oh baby Don't you know how sweet a bottle life can be? I'm asking you, Blonky, to get it on with me. I ain't gonna worry. I ain't gonna push. I won't push you long run Sub on, sub on, sub on, sub on, sub on, baby Stop beating round the box Joining me as always is the Marvin Gaye to my Marcus Gale It's Tony Jameson <laughs> I've just been sat for... <laughs> three and a half minutes taking that in and i'll be honest i actually got it pretty quickly this time and uh and, and, and fair play man fair play for uh for referencing david Bellion, former yeah. former sunderland and some would suggest manchester united player um at some point of his career but yeah, yeah. that was just it was just a little song about uh laurent blanc mm. david Bellion, and, and bordeaux you know uh, between sort of like 2007 and 2010 you know i i just i just had a had a thought you know and i was like i know what our challenge is, is coming up do you know what i mean i thought i'd uh plant a few little seeds so there you go i mean some some would say some would say that was their glory year maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i mean it really it really was also as well if you listen this to this on the on the weekly podcast 
on your normal podcast feed like Apple and, and Google and stuff, you've had an edited version. <laughs> if you listen to this on Patreon, oh, you got your money's worth this week. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're on, if you're on the, uh, if you're on the free version, you, for the last ninety seconds, I've been sat laughing. But if you're on Patreon, three and a half minutes, I've sat laughing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome to uh, a football manager podcast. Probably, mainly, still the karaoke is creeping in. Um, we have got a, a a fun little show for you this week. If uh, the intro wasn't a clue to that, we're going to be wrapping up our season six TMJ FM Discord challenge, and then we're going to be announcing season seven. There is a massive spoiler in that intro, and we're also going to be talking about me going back to a little place in Yorkshire that I visited before in last year's game. So that is what we got coming up. But Tony, 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 mm-hmm. as the, the R&B group were once called, why don't we take a little stop off in Season 6, Tony Jameson's Discord Challenge! Air horns at the ready. So, so, so. That's right, because we were in breaking. We we were we were we were breaking breaking hearts and and yeah, uh, breaking hearts, breaking minds, breaking awesome, breaking you like Jodeci. Um I should have done that last week. I would. I I did think about it. I did think about it. We were a little bit giddy this week. Because there is another new champion in uh, the challenge, Tony. There is. There is. There is a new champion. And it was the, the tiniest of margins yeah. that stopped Squirrel Master winning his fourth title. Squirrel Master was up there again. So, let's go through. Listeners at home, I'm going to give you... A couple of seconds to, to pause the podcast and guess who finished bottom of this month's challenge. That's right, it's Tony Jameson. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, though? I like, not, I didn't even do that badly. No. Really. Um, because of the fact that I was saying that this is a, one of those long-termers, mm. or at least the way, the way that that league is set up, it should be a long-term challenge. Uh, I finished seventh out of 12, which on the, the sounds of it sounds crap. But I was only five points away from the playoffs. Right. So I could have done something. And I was still about 30 points clear of whoever was in eighth. So it was one of those where if you're outside the top seven, you were pretty much, you didn't need to be in the league, really. So, yeah, like, you know, I'll take that. I'll take the fact that I was I was at the bottom, but... Never mind. One of those. I was trying out some some crazy uh, some crazy tactics as well, which was uh, which was good fun. Which is what I use these these challenges for. So and fun is the real challenge, Tony. Having fun. I think so. I think so. If you can't play one centre back in League Two in Scotland, <laughs> where can you play? It? <laughs> oh dear. So just finishing above you, um, scoring one point in for his league position was Big Rogie. Then it was Dave Goodyear scoring two points for his league position. He got uh, a point for a player in the player of the season. Then it was Cy Maggio. He got three points for his league position in a one point in the Scottish Cup. Uh, he got also, also picked up a point in the, uh, the player of the season category. And then the top two, and this was close. This really was close. Squirrel Master actually got five points for his league position. I got a point in the Scottish Cup, but only got three players of player of the season. And that ultimately cost him as David took the top spot with four points in the league, no points in the Scottish Cup, but seven, seven 
players in the player of the season, therefore taking the challenge. Well, there you go. That is a turn up for the books. And uh, yeah, there you go. I, I, It's one of them where like, I think in this challenge, you were never going to prioritize the Scottish Cup at all. No. But it seems to be that the real key is finish as high as you can, but just get really good average team ratings for your players and then you'll be all right. Yeah, it, it seems to be. And like, you know what? Like this is, this is where these challenges come into it. Like, cause the first, the first challenge we did with the Leeds challenge came down to literally me winning the manager of the year. That's what, what won me that, that title. I didn't finish the highest in the league. This one, you know, again, it's come down to who had most players in the team of the season. Like, this is these this is these are these fine little margins in these challenges, you know, we don't want players to just run away with it and be like, Oh, I won the league with, you know, hundred and forty two points or whatever and like you go, All right, cool, who 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 was next? Oh, the next person won the league with, with fifty two points. You're like, Oh, how have you done that? Like, you know, mm. we don't want those sorts of things. But this this was great. Like this was properly get down into the into the minutiae. And as I say, I, I was bottom, but you know what, it's fine. It would have been literally points between myself and Rogie, I'm guessing. Um, he, I think he made the playoffs. So again, ah, okay. we're only talking like like five or six points difference. Um, well, if, if he was in my game, he, you know, he may well have got much more points to, to be in the playoffs on his. But um, but yeah, it was fun. It was just something a little bit different. And I think that's the whole thing with these challenges is just taking you out of your comfort zone, putting you into a league that maybe you don't normally play, opening your eyes to some other sort of leagues and, and, and standards of football and, and trying to play different ways. So... Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. It's one that I'd consider continuing. Uh, I know Dave Goodger has uh, has been streaming his. Um, David, I think, is, is actually in like season three or something as well. He kept he kept playing on, so so it's nice when a challenge rings in people's sort of psyche and they sort of go, yeah, actually, I quite like it, and I'm going to con- continue that as my save. So yeah, I might I might continue playing it. We'll see. But it was um, it was fun. Yeah, I think I think it is interesting when you mentioned about. Um, the point scoring with because consistency is quite important you know you can mm-hmm. y- you might be able to sort of get yourself up in the table but if you if you're kind of doing it by hook or by crook you might not be getting the full benefit for it and again like it's, it's, it is it is interesting because again you know consistency comes into enjoyment of, of a save as well because if you start good or finish good and you had a bit of a you know, an iffy patch from whatever you can get a little bit frustrated. So yeah, it is interesting. It, it was it was like it's like the Wickham save. Like the, there's times where you just felt like you couldn't get going, but with this and and with me when I was at Motherwell streaming, like I'd get like five wins or something out of six games, and then I wouldn't win for five games. I'd be like, well, actually, that's pretty realistic. Like as well, like, that's the problem. It becomes realistic, and you're like, oh god, no wonder this is really frustrating. Like at times, but yeah, I think if you're just constantly on on the front foot and, and winning all the time. It, it's not as realistic, but yeah, it's, it was good. It was good. Like getting a momentum was definitely key. If you could keep things going. And this was, this was, was definitely a challenge where I had a home formation, a way formation and a lock of the doors formation. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Well, congratulations to the Danish dynamite that is David for his victory in season six. But Tony, We've already announced what season seven is going to be. So why don't you tell our lovely listeners what you've got in store for us next season? Yeah, so we've we've gone from uh, second league in Scotland, so the League Two in Scotland, to uh, again this this was a um, this was recommended to us. So we so we've sort of we we initially let the let the winner of the the challenge pick the, the next challenge but we often it was go to the wire in terms of like submission dates so it didn't give people much time to 
to come up with a new challenge. So what we did was we sort of pool everything together. So we've got a little thread in the Discord saying, look, chuck some challenges in there, see what you reckon. Um, this one was a recommendation by uh, by Gib, who uh, we spoke about on, on stream one night. Mm. And we're off to France. Yeah. We're off to France. We're off to the to the Bordeaux region of France to manage, well, Bordeaux, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Makes sense to manage the team, it. the biggest team in that region. Who could it? Who could it be? <laughs> who could it be? Oh. <laughs> so we're not we're not playing uh, we're not playing detectives or anything here. We're just going straight, like because you know because I'm getting that there's times when it, too many questions are being asked. Right, so it's like, oh, where's the region? Bordeaux. What's the team manager? Bordeaux, right there. That's the team. <laughs> um, so we're going to manage Bordeaux. Uh, the challenge this month is to only buy French players. So it's mm. a home grown save in that sense so none of this like oh you know he's got a french passport dual nationality nah like unless his passport says france as his main nationality if it doesn't say that you can't buy him so that's so i'm i'm gonna that's my putting my foot down okay, on that one that's so that's that's the way so we've had someone in the uh in the discord today going how many leagues shall i load up don't matter like just However, many's got got French players in. Like, there's no point loading Peru. That's not going to help you, is it? Well, you never know. I know. I, I mean, know. I was going to say you might need to load Mexico if you want Florian Tovan and Andre Zinyak. So, yeah, Andre. Well, Pierre that's possible, but uh, but yeah, but we, we we've got a database now, so that question has now been been dealt with. The database, the save file is in the Discord. So yeah, basically, it's very simple: homegrown save, French players only, please. And because we're at Bordeaux, as a little nod to one of our former FMT legends, or retro legends, Yon Gokouf. You must play with an attacking midfielder. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I've, I've already, well, I'm going to be starting it tonight. I'm, I'm going to be hanging out with my mate and I'm going to be planning stuff and going through it. Uh, I'm already thinking 4-2-3-1 because that's what Bordeaux mm-hmm. usually used to play with Gokouf. Um, and there is already made a potential, a potentially ready-made next Johan Gorkouf in the Bordeaux side. So, could be interesting, could be interesting. It's going to be tough. There is... Mm-hmm. You got, you're not too bad up top. You've got some decent players, including a 34-year-old Jimmy Briand, maybe. He's definitely in his, his mid-30s. But it's at the back. You've got Lauren Koscielny, which is good, and you've got obviously got Benoit Castile in goal. But the problem is the defence are not quick. They're good... If they're not moving, so it's going to be yeah, yeah. no high lines, I would say. It's literally marking the space. <laughs> it's zonal marking to a T, going, I've got this space because I can't move. Yeah. Oh, you also obviously have Hatton Ben Arthur. Again, who can't, who can't run, but when the ball comes to him, he can do some good things. So it, it's, it's an inch. It, they're, they're a weird side, Bordeaux. I mean, they lost real life today, 4 0 to Nice. They're just, they're just in not a good place. Yeah. And it's about, it's just over 10 years since they last won the league title. So it's not a bad timing on this one, I guess. But um, funnily enough, actually, in a weird coincidence, I was clearing through some old paperwork. I found a, an old notepad with loads of notes and stuff in it from like, clearly when I was playing FM 10, the, the, one, of, one, of the, um, one of the funniest ones I found was realistic targets. I don't know who this team was that I was trying to, trying to manage. I'm assuming the German side because there's a lot of German players on it. So real, realistic targets include Jan Vertonghen, <laughs> Manuel Neuer, Mario Goetze, the Bastian Schweinsteiger. Who am I managing? Um, Tommel Hitz, uh, Hitzelsberger, 
But a couple of the ones that really made me laugh were Benjamin Strobel <laughs> and Marco Marin. Do you remember Marco Marin? Marco Marin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he German? He Did was. He Wolfsburg or he something. Was, yeah, that was it. It was like, was it Wolfsburg or was it Hamburg? It was one of, it was one of those teams. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a name. And then when I was going through that to go circle this back to Bordeaux, I found the first ever Le 50, which was a list that French Football Weekly, who are a podcast and a, and a website that was actually founded by, by Gib, who uh, is knocking around our Discord community and enters the challenge. And I found a list of the first ever Le 50 that they ever did. And this was before I, I used to write for them as well. So I'm just going to go through some names on this because there's, there's some names here. Again, keep it in mind, this is probably, I think it's around 2011, 2012. Willy Bolly's on there. Oh. Kurt Zuma. There is... Yeah, yeah, Sonogo, if you yeah. remember him, yeah. Serge Aurier's on yeah. there. Joel Campbell's on there, because he was playing for Lorient yeah. at the time. There is Mamadou Sacco. Mm-hmm. There is Benjamin Stambouli. There's this lad that, I, I don't know whatever happened to him, but a lad called Eden Hazard. I don't know if he ever, nah. ever turned out all right. Uh, Jordan Ayew. There Brilliant. is Clermont Grognier as well. Torgan Hazard. Mm, that, I feel that was a bit that was a bit trendy that was a bit ahead of the curve um, Alexander Lacazette wonder whatever happened to him and then my favourite name on this list is Henry Save amazing <laughs> amazing <laughs> the, I just really 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 made me, made me laugh to find that list so I was like I clearly made that list being like I'm going to borrow these on Football Manager uh, and they're going to be dead good and they probably were on, on, on FM10, which I would have been still playing at the time. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think I think the Bordeaux Challenge... I, I'm personally really excited about the Bordeaux Challenge, because of course I am, because it's French football. So I've not managed in France for a few years, so I'm enjoying it. I think I'm enjoying the idea of it. It kind of came off the back of like a bit of chat going, oh yeah, it's easy to... Do. Someone, someone had said, and, I, and I will, I've quoted them in the Discord, someone said, it's easy, it's easy to dislodge Paris Saint-Germain in one season. So I went, oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> let's find out just how easy this is, shall we? So, um, so yeah, we've, it's, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one because, because Paris are, oh, they're going to destroy you, I'm guessing. <laughs> and then there's a lot of good sides in there. So yeah, I think it's going to be a fun one. He says, right, cut back to this in a month's time, by the way, <laughs> when I'm sitting there going, I fucking hate French football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely going to try and do that. It's going to be great fun. Um, David made me laugh today because I was really excited about the challenge and he was like, uh, I look forward to you tapping out after three months. I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, if, if you finish this one, that'll be brilliant. You know? Yeah, I have been seen. There we go. Uh, well, there you go. That's our season seven challenge uh, that's going on in Tony's wonderful Discord. We'll give you some information on where you can find the Discord later, but if you want to give it a go as well, see how well you can do in one season with Bordeaux. Can you dethrone those Parisians? Right, from the glamour of League Earn to the glamour of League One, as I take a trip back to a Yorkshire city where we started this FMT journey. Ooh, 
It's all mm. mysterious, isn't it? Mm. Not really, because I kind of mentioned a Yorkshire city, and that narrows it down a little bit. But um, so it's this little team that are in the Bordeaux region. <laughs> is, is, it, is, it, is it from? Is it from the famous wineries of uh, of East Riding? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is little. This little. Uh, little. Uh, little old city in the uh, Hull region of Yorkshire uh, called Hull. Ooh, a bit, a bit. Oh, I thought it was North Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I went back to Hull City. So to give a bit of context to this and a bit of, bit of background, I mentioned that it, it's, it was sort of at the start of the FMT journey. So back in 2020, do you remember that year? You're going to see how dated... <laughs> you're going to see how dated this reference is when I tell you what the original save name was. In Back in April 2020... I I think this was inspired by a Reddit thread where someone was managing Millwall. You've probably seen this, and their their only goal was to 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 house themselves through the league. And it was like get stuck in, ultra aggressive, and it was basically just violence, masters football. I'm pretty sure that was the inspiration. Now, the inspiration for me going back to Hull was, funnily enough, was a similar thread this time on Twitter that someone signed Craig Dawson for Paris Saint-Germain and put him up front for PSG. And he, like, he had this incredible journey where, like, he scored... I think he was, like, top goal scorer in the French League. And he even put him in goal, I think, for one game and he got a clean sheet. It's incredible. This is just absolutely incredible, Fred. I did retweet it, so if you want to go back through my Twitter and find it. So I was like, oh, it just reminded me of this whole save. So back in 2020... I started a save with Hull where everyone was massive. For some reason in that, that save, everyone was over like six foot. So I was just like, I'm going to get stuck in and I've got a, a long throwing specialist. So I called the save Hull City Tiger King. I mean, that is that is proper old school. Isn't that, that, doesn't that sound like that came in like 2003? I was like, oh my goodness. It's- it's, it sounds, it sounds a bit like you might as well have called it Hull City, the Black Addy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my tactic was called uh, Hullismo, which was, was named after, obviously, Cholismo for, for Atletico Madrid fame. So it basically became this save where I just based, I made the most of every single set play. We scored loads of headers from set pieces. There was a game in <laughs> we played Millwall at the Den where um, I beat them 2-1 thanks to a header from a free kick and more importantly, a header from a long throw-in. I hung on for 20 minutes with 10 men and then got fined five grand for getting six yellow cards. Beautiful. Be- this is like, oh, this is the best football ever. Yes. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, I was just, I was just, oh, I was having a moment to myself. Yeah. <laughs> this was very much your, your football. So... Uh, there was just little random things that would happen. Was I got both goalkeepers injured before a game? We went top. So this is this is what happened, right? Was that I was starting to worry halfway through that I'd accidentally get promoted with a team that was genuinely dreadful. This was a really terrible team that that were going to get torn apart in the Premier League because it was literally just big lads over six foot, and our only tactic was violence and and headers. So we 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 beat we we beat Millwall again and relegated them. Sorry, Millwall. So we come down to to the final game of the season, right? It's us in second and Fulham top. We're joint on 89 points. I, I don't know how we achieved that. And we were playing... We were playing Cardiff, right? And Fulham were playing... Anyway, it doesn't matter. We end up getting promoted in second because... 
Bristol City lost, but we lost to Cardiff City. So I got promoted off the back of a loss in second place. Wow. <laughs> but then top goal scorer was Tom Eaves with 21 goals. All of them probably headers. Josh McGuinness was 20 goals, was in there as well. Just a big lad. Anyway, so yeah, we get we got promoted. Um and, and we end up getting relegated quite quickly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that was that was the, the whole save of 2020, which kind of like got me thinking about making more football manager content, which then led to me going, Do you wanna do you wanna make some football manager podcast? And then and then the rest they say is history. So there you go. Rambly history story for you. Anyway, so all of this got me thinking. I was like, I wonder what whole city are like this year. Do you want to have a guess what they're like this year, Tony? I mean, you would have played them, right? Because they're in League One, so... Uh, the return of the Tiger King. That's exactly what it is. They're, they're, they're brilliant. They're full of... Uh, oh, they're, they're just sh- Yeah, so, this is the thing, right? <laughs> so, I, try, I tried, I tried, mate. I tried. I was like, this would be brilliant, but no. I had, I had an idea, right? When I initially thought of going back, because I was like, I want to have an angle. I want to have, like, a little thing. And I had it in my head for some reason that I could make George Honeyman a false nine. Wow, that's... <laughs> okay. I still believe... I okay. still believe that. I still believe that it could happen, but what actually then happened was when I loaded it up, I was like, this is actually not a bad side. They've got some actual decent players, but most importantly, they've got a really young and kind of like decent potential team. And I was like, have Hull become a hipster team? And then obviously the release of that all black kit this year and everyone was like fawning yeah. over it. I was like, I think Hull, I think Hull have become cool. So... It's turned into slightly more boring because I've only got I've got like four two three one and I've kind of gone oh I could have some really good fun with this team there's just youth there's a little bit of experience but I was like we, we're doing pretty we could do pretty well with it and we're actually doing pretty well so yeah we're currently I think we're we're with a good the good part of the season through I think I think we're just past half the season through and we're currently sitting in second behind Ipswich. It's 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 mm-hmm. us, Plymouth Argyle and Ipswich, I wanna say, that are slugging it out at the top. And we're playing pretty good. And and it's not exciting football. George Honeyman hasn't played as a false nine yet, but he's been alright, he's been pretty decent. There's obviously Keen Lewis Potter, who is exciting. He's he's got a bit of potential. There's a couple of a couple of fullbacks that are pretty good. And I managed to get a couple of decent loans in. I got um Tanganga from Tottenham, mm. and, it, and I got your boy uh, Balogun from Arsenal up top. Oh yeah, he does look pretty good actually. He does look good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, but I think the thing with League One, and this is what I found at, at Posh, is that you can you can still attract some pretty good Premier League talent down on loan, and that really like if you've got the, if you've got the basis of a half decent side, like you've got a couple of players in the right areas, you then add a little bit of Premier League quality, then you can start, then you can really start tearing tearing up in that league and doing some damage so yeah I, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do with Hull to be honest because uh, I'm, well, I'm going to say this now I'm going to say this on record I'm glad you didn't go strikerless because that's just far <laughs> too like like that is the most hipster thing like blackout yeah, kits and strikerless yeah. for Hull nah not having it right. I was I was tempted I really was tempted but the thing is as well that I saw with this team was because there's some decent youth players that are generally under 19 I posted in the discord about challenges and stuff and tweaks to saves for next year and i mentioned about you know that sort of the the brentford twist on the academy save Mm. which is to have turn your under 23s into a b team like brentford have and take them out of the under 23s league which you can do post first season i believe 
and then basically just try to pick up Premier League slash Academy One level youth players on free contracts, put them into your B team, integrate them, and then filter them into your first team. So I think that's what I'm actually going to do with Hull. I've already started scouting all the top sort of like teams like City and United and Spurs and Arsenal, all their youngsters that are going to be out of contract at the end of the season. I've already started scouting them, put it in, and then I'm going to try and bring them in, either to fit them in in the first team or, again, to make a competitive B team. And I think that's the way I'm going to try and get up through the leagues. Mm, I like the sound of that. I do like the sound of that, like an organic... Uh, whole self-sufficient whole. Yeah, I, I think I, I think there is going to be a point, probably if and when we're in the championship. I think we can survive in the championship with that approach, but if we're going to start seriously thinking about pushing on for the Premier League, then we're going to have to change gear. Now, it, that, I think in the championship it will come down to... So their finances aren't great. I'll get, on that, get back onto that in a second. So I think it's going to be a case of if we can make money in the championship, pump it all, just concentrate on facilities, then maybe we can make a slight... Because their academy is pretty decent, but maybe we can make a slightly better academy and then maybe look at a more natural, organic approach to trying to get promoted. But I do think that there is going to get to a point where the Premier League and it's like, you know, if we're, if we're seriously trying to push onto the Premier League, we're probably going to have to spend some money. Yeah, I think the thing, I think that's that's what you really look at. And what what I would recommend as well, given my experience in, in League One. <laughs> Extensive experience. <laughs> get a good goalkeeper. If you can get a good goalkeeper and get a Premier League quality goal, and there's quite a few Premier League goalkeepers who are available on loan or like who will become available pretty early on in that save like maybe season two season three possible yeah if you can lock them down then i think i think you're onto something man i think you're onto something and and at that point you think and then you know uh open up you know your your uh, your whole uh coffee shop and you know have like an affiliate club like out in <laughs> uh you know out in the states or whatever or whatever you know just you could you could totally like you know create your uh your whole dynasty and do it that way i think it's i think it's totally doable yeah, I think the long-term approach is going to be to stay with like a four-two-three-one, but have it as as like a ticky-tacker in the game, sort of positional, rotational type thing where we try and keep possession and dominate possession. Because I think that's actually one of our, um, you know, uh, club vision things is is, is uh, play possession football. So I think that's going to be like the long-term Tom goal on it. Um, I will I will finish with this. It nearly got derailed very early on because the club got bought out <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Natalie came in and was like, yeah, we're getting a new manager in, even though I was top of the league at the time. And I was like, oh no, could you? I was like, can you imagine if I get sacked on a save that I'm really starting to kind of like get into and piece together long term and then get sacked? Well, the the irony is that nearly happened to David on the, the breaking challenge. Oh really? He, yeah, he, he was like, he was tweeting, he was uh, mentioned on the Discord going, oh, I'm really enjoying this. And then like, he was, he, he didn't tell us how well he was doing because of course we, we didn't want spoilers or anything. Uh, and then he posted up the screenshot going, so I might get sacked and this isn't really fun if, I, if I'm out of the challenge by uh, by default. Um, but yeah, that is, that is a worry. That is a worry when the board comes in if you're enjoying that save. So um, yeah, I'm glad they let you uh, they let you ride it out though, man. That's cool. So um, fingers crossed. The support in the dressing room was was key to that. Not the fact that we were top of the league at the time. Like flipping heck, come on. I, I think we are expected to get promoted. So there you go. And most importantly, Tony, I saved this to last last because I thought you would really really appreciate this. Uh, do you want to 
Do you want to guess who I've got in the the Pizza Cup semi final? <laughs> have you got Have you got Peter Bravia or have you got Sunderland? Sunderland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I uh, I will. I think I've already beaten this season. I've definitely beaten Peterborough twice. So I will I will take revenge on on Sunderland for you and make sure that they don't win that pizza trophy. We could be. We could be dual pizza trophy winners. Oh man, that'd be amazing! Like we we should we could we should really be looking them for a pizza based sponsor for the uh, for sure for the podcast. Then I reckon, but not Papa John's, just like a local pizzeria. <laughs> a, a pizza based sponsor, literally, to anyone that's you know, if, if you if you if you own a pizza shop and you want to have a sponsor, let us know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll plug your pizza <laughs> yeah. shop. Can we? Can I just say very quickly about about taking revenge? And I'm not sure if the whole. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right, cool. So taking revenge, right? I forgot we we've. we've We'd never really spoke about talking about this tonight, but last week I was back in PD, PvP world. Oh right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Simagio, we mentioned uh, earlier on, who was part of the the Discord challenge. He does uh, stuff with me on on Twitch Sports now. Simagio has has uh, ran a his first uh, the Summer Cup. He called it. So there was a qualifying round on the Saturday, and then there was an invitational on the Sunday. And of course, loyal listeners will know my record in PvP. Is um is dreadful at best and abhorrent at worst. <laughs> Played ten, won none, drawn two, lost eight. It was where I stood going into the tournament. If you sat down, everyone, if you sat down, loyal listeners, you may have felt some rumbles last Sunday. There may have been a little glitch in the matrix. Your, your lights may have went off. There may have been a power cut in the house. Mm. That is because we have ne- we now call me. I mean, I, I say we, I, I now call me, I now call me Tony 10 points oh. because we got three wins and a draw in, in PVP last week. So, uh, not as as I used to be. Proof that practice does make you a little bit better. Absolute, uh, absolute scenes was when we completely FM'd our first win. I think it was against Kemster. Uh, right. Um, we were just getting battered and we won, we won, uh, two nil. We took the lead early doors, and then in the last minute, Danny Ings scored like a, a lob from like twenty-five yards or something for no reason. That sounds like a thing that Danny Ings would do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, he was Loddy was supposed to hang with the ball in the corner, and he went, "Oh God, there's there's like I've I've got to hold the ball. What am I supposed to do? Oh, there's Danny Ings. Give it to him." And he just went, "I oh, find I'll just lob it in from here." And I was like, "All right, cool. Two else we won that one." And then we actually beat. The, we beat Stick Piano, who won the tournament. We beat them, we've been 2 1 with a last minute goal, so. Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute scenes on that one. It was, it almost swung the final, the final result, but, um, yeah, so we're well happy. So yeah, so we, we've improved. We have improved. So like I say, so Tony 10 points is on the, uh, is on the roll now. Yeah. Well, have you got, uh, you got another tournament locked in or are you, are you taking a, taking a break before, before you try and go for the big ones? Well, we were gonna, so the creators championships is coming back mm. and there were, so that, and that, but then it looked like there was going to be a clash with the FM playoffs. So I don't know what's happened in terms of whether I'm going to be competing that weekend or not. Um, we're going to do another TJ versus the world. Uh, so if you're in the, if you're in our discord community or if you're part of our Patreon, then you'll get a, you get you get the invite into that and you can come and join us and hang out and we can we can do some PvP and then that usually is, is a preview to to uh, to the tournament so uh, there'll be another tournament before the end of FM21 but then after that I think I'm probably going to wait till FM22 for for another tournament but um but yeah no it, it was very very exciting and I think it was great to finally get 
get a win and and big big shout out to Sai Maggio by the way for organising it. I think it was like fifteen competitors or sixteen competitors, so it's it's a difficult thing to to organise. And some some newer some newer creators, newer streamers that I've I've not seen before, like mm. but got talking to them and they were really cool. So it was nice to see an extra side of the community that I hadn't that I hadn't spotted before. So uh, so bravo Sai. So if you if you want to have a have a, a check of it or if you're a creator and want to get involved, hit Sai Badger up and um he does a draft every single Sunday. So he's worth uh, he's worth a message. Lovely. I love that. That's great. Expanding the community even further. Well Tony, if people do want to find out about Tony Ten Points antics, either on Twitch or maybe on some form of social media, where can they check you out? So you can get me on Twitter, which is at Tony Jameson. On the Twitter bio is a link to the Discord, so come and join us there. Come and hang out. You'll get the invitations for the uh, for the PvP in there. We've obviously got loads of stuff to talk about, but mainly you'll find me on Twitch. Uh, Wednesdays and Sundays we stream what is now my Aberdeen save. Uh, it's been a Sunderland, Peterborough and Motherwell save, but it's now Aberdeen, and we're very, very excited about that. Uh, that's Wednesday nights and Sunday nights, 9 o'clock uh, we start. It's twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM. And we do, of course, as I just said there, do some extra uh, sports content as part of the Sports Accelerator program. Mondays is Monday Night Football with myself and Danny Deegan. That's Monday, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, same channel. And Thursday night is Thursday night fantasy football league with si Maggio again nine o'clock to eleven o'clock matt what about yourself where can people find you and get in touch with yourself this month You're so organized these days i love it it's, it's, it's mate i've grown man i've grown like I, I feel like an adult now you are you're such a pro talking to pros tony do you know where you can find out where the most professional intro to a football manager podcasts are that also talk about old football manager players. Mm, I wonder where that could be. Have you any ideas? It's patreon.com forward slash football manager uh, therapy. Got, got him. Hooked him. See that? Got him. Yes. And you know what? They'll be sitting there. They'll be going, fuck, I didn't see that coming. Like, yes, you're right. <laughs> it's sidelined you. Come off guard again. <laughs> yes. So patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. What has this episode been? It's just been pure chaos. It's great. Um, on our Patreon, you can find some goodness. You can obviously find the extended <laughs> version of this intro if you're listening on normal podcast suppliers. But we've also put out uh, an FMT retro because we've gone back and we're doing some FMT retros this time around it's about Igor Akin Thieve so it was a, I really enjoyed that record it was really really fun we looked into his career what could have been and what was on Football Manager next month we're doing Ibrahima Bakayoko so make sure you get involved in that so you get that bonus episode uh, every month which is going to be FMT Retro this month and next month and you also get this podcast a little bit early completely ad free as well as access to a Discord channel as well I didn't say challenge this time come on let's go so if you do want to support this weekly podcast you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy it is three pound a month it goes a long long way of helping us out also finally a shout out to the wonderful people over at mind uk they do amazing work helping with mental health awareness and giving support to people who need it. They do some amazing work and you can check out more information at mine.org.uk. 
Well, it's been a little bit chaotic. It's been a little bit sensual, but it has been our usual weekly nonsense. So hopefully you enjoyed it and you don't have too long for some more content because we're going to be back same place, same time next week with Football Manager Therapy.